Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. How about you? Pretty good. Pretty good. Just uh, relaxing. Got me a nice glass of wine here. <laughs> that does sound pretty nice. Yeah. How was your day so far? Uh, it's been pretty busy. Uh, been working on a few different projects, trying to get some things going. Um, been uh, working on some 3D modeling. Uh, made a few posts for uh, my client that you've done interviews with, Mr. Goodman. Um, work, working with his campaign on uh, Instagram and all that stuff as well. Nice, nice. So <clears throat> what inspires you? So it's been different things throughout my life. Um, I would have to say uh, the human condition and the ability of, uh, of people to overcome. Um, that's one of the biggest things that inspires me, just seeing people go from the lowest points in their lives to the best, best times in their life um, just by sheer willpower. Uh, I've seen plenty of friends do that. I've, I've done it myself. Um, but recently it's been my daughter. Um, she every single day challenges me to be a nicer, wiser, better person. And, and she's been inspiring me since she was born. Nice. How is it being a dad? How old are you? I'm 25. Oh, you're weird. Well, if I identified what age, we would be the same age. <laughs> How is it being like a young dad? Because I know a lot of people say it can be, you know, pretty tough when you're a young guy and a parent also, you know, you leave your bachelor years early. How is it for you? To me, um, I, I enjoy it. And I don't think I've ever had a uh, I guess I, I would say uh, an issue with being a dad early on. Um, I, don't, I don't think it was anything in my mind, uh, even growing up, even hitting 18, 19 and 20. Uh, I don't think it was ever a, a, the concept in my mind that it was a, ever a bad thing or if it was going to put a strain on me or whatever else. Um, I, I love it. I personally have no issue with it. I love my daughter. I love being a dad. Um, it, it is a challenge every single day, but um, I, I learned so much. Yeah. Yeah. How is it hard? Because there's some times where I'm like, oh, man, I want kids so bad. <laughs> and then there's other times where I'm like, because I, I babysit. Uh, uh, that's my uh, second job. I uh, babysit for this uh, rich family. And, you know, there's times where I'm like, oh, I wish you were mine. And then <laughs> there's times where I'm like, yay, I get to go home. <laughs> so <laughs> so yeah. there, in in that in that world, being a parent, there is no everything is sunshine, sunshine and rainbows. It's never, it's never like that. Uh, you got to take the bad with the good and good with the bad, just like anything else in life. And uh, my, my daughter is uh, like me and my wife put together, but times 10. So she, she is all over the place, always wanting to get her hands in things. Um, I used to do that when I was a kid, but uh, she is, she's very, uh, she's very aggressive. <laughs> I'll just, I'll say that uh, at least. Um, but yeah, like if I were to choose, I would still keep my daughter. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't change anything in the world. Like it's, it's something that I, uh, I wanted actually at like 19 and 20, I wanted to have a family. I wanted to have a kid. I just didn't know when. Um, but I mean, yeah, I can, I can, I can see where you're coming from. Like there's sometimes like, yeah, there is still sometimes where I'm, I, I'm sitting here uh, trying to raise my daughter. I'm like, man, if I was still single and didn't have a kid, man, that. would life would be a little bit uh, easier right now, but I'm not, I'm not 
the type to, you know, looking for comfort, uh, being comfortable or, or uh, finding an easy way to get, get through life. So. Nice. So um, when did you know, cause what people, a lot of people might not know is you're a manager. Um, when did you finally realize that, you know what, I want to manage people. I want to help people dreams come true. Where were you when you had that eureka moment? I would have to say, um, I think that was like right out of uh, high school. Um, so I, I was actually, uh, my in between my junior and senior year, uh, I was involved in a, in a very uh, a very bad wreck. Uh, I was in a, in a pickup truck and I almost died. Uh, I was 30 minutes away from death when the paramedics got there. Uh, that point, that was in 2012. That was right before my senior year of high school. Um, that completely changed my whole entire perspective on life. Uh, it flipped everything around full 180. Um, I, at that point, I was like relying on my parents and I felt like as long as I keep pushing in this direction, nothing bad's going to happen. Uh, I've got everything going for me, even though my family life wasn't the way it was supposed to be. And it wasn't like a happy go lucky family. Um, I think after that point, after I recovered and got through some things around 1920, I was like, you know what? I've got all this knowledge and experience because I worked in multiple different trade fields. I did a whole bunch of different stuff in high school. Uh, I was about to go to a full ride to any university that I wanted to, but the car accident kind of, you know, messed some stuff up. Um, yeah. I decided that if I can't go as far as my previous plans were going to go, I was going to at least help other people do so. So, um, and now I'm doing that for myself. So it's, it's a win-win. Nice. So, what is some of your tactics? Like, say, for instance, somebody wants you to be their manager. How would you sell them? Because, you know, I was raised in the era, like, I'm a huge wrestling fan, and I was raised in the era of managers. And I know managers, they would do the business deals for them. They would negotiate for them, and they mm -hmm. would talk about them, you know, hype them up, you know, like, my, my name is Paul Heyman, you know, type of Dale, how do you uh, go about helping your clients? So I always try and keep them in uh, a positive state of mind. So the thing is, is that if you try and rush into things and you try and just go on ahead for like uh, full force, uh, you're going to run into some issues. If you are trying to get to where you want to go, you're going to have to plan everything out. You're going to have to be strategic. You're going to have to be tactical. And that's the, some of the things that uh, some of these kids are doing in the music industry, especially, um, is that they're just winging it. They're they're going like, oh, here's my music. I'm going to drop this mixtape. I made a bunch of CDs. And there are people still doing that at gas stations. They're throwing CDs at people saying, hey, you want to listen to my mixtape? And like nowadays, with how advanced the Internet's gotten, how advanced social media has gotten, you have got to have a strategy. You've got to have a tactical viewpoint of things that you're doing and not just like rush at it and run into a wall because that's most of these kids are doing nowadays. So I try and tell my clients that you need to think. You have to, you, that's the first thing that should happen is that you need to think. If you go in there blind and you run into a room, you're going to get knocked out. And that happens almost all the time. So what I try and do is I tell my clients that if you work with me, we will figure out what your tactic is. 
We'll figure out which which zone and which area you need to be in and what you need to be focusing on. What are people going to remember you for or know you for and keep following you for for those reasons? And we try and I try and get my clients to think organically and not just like out of clout or hype or all this other crazy stuff that these people are getting like four, five, six thousand followers out of the gate on social media and not being able to go anywhere with it. And you look at their comment sections and you see like a few likes and a few comments on their posts. But if you go to someone like my client, Mr. Goodman, you go to his page, he only has about 150 followers, 140 followers, but he has interaction on every single one of his posts. He has people talking, he has people conversating, not just on Instagram, on Facebook, on, uh, we actually now have a TikTok profile for him and we have people interacting on there, even the first video we put out is because I'm trying to get them to be natural and organic and be themselves. Because if you try and be somebody else and try and force that position People aren't going to uh, take you for what you are. Yeah. And uh, one thing that I like to tell people, because I'm not a manager, but I do have uh, experience and I see this all the time and it bugs me. And uh, uh, Mr. Goodman has this too. But uh, one thing a lot of people don't have is like a consistent persona, like, they're like you said they're all over the place like these people your fans don't know who you are so they need something consistent that they can relate to like if i say fedora high-waisted pants single glove you know i'm talking about michael jackson if i say high ponytail um oversized sweater uh, long boots, you know I'm talking about Ariana Grande. You need that persona because these people don't know you. They don't wake up with you. So they need something that they can kind of see, you know, to relate to. You know what I mean? And a lot of artists don't have that. But Mr. Goodman definitely has that. He definitely have that consistency. You can tell he's he's like that sweet, you're the gentleman type vibe to him you know he he reminds me a lot of the style of neo you remember neo yes he was on his gentleman shit like that's the vibe that he's going for and he stays consistent and i te- i was talking to him on live uh promoting our episode the other day and i was telling him like yes it's great to try new things throw a little country in there throw a little rap or R&B in there, but always stay true. Because like Michael Jackson, he had rock songs, he had pop songs, he had club songs, but it was always his flavor. You know what I mean? I definitely agree. Yeah, but you're definitely doing uh, good stuff with him, man. You're definitely doing good stuff with him. Now, who do you look up to the most? Who do I look up to the most? Um, Personally, for me, uh, I would have to say my wife. She's she's been through a lot in her life. And um, no matter what's happened to her, she's always had the most positive outlook. Like she's had like people use and abuse her. And uh, it's clearly like has done a toll, a toll on her. But no matter what, at the end of the day, she's extremely positive. She's like happy no matter what. And she always keeps that in her mind. So she inspires me every day. As far as the business world, I think the person that inspires me the most is Elon Musk. And he owns Tesla, SpaceX, and SolarCity. Um, he started from getting out of college and developing software pro- and programming and stuff. 
and um, he launched uh, something called X.com, which eventually came, became PayPal. And he made his first few million dollars off of a program he wrote for the website. And now he's a multi-billionaire, has multiple com companies, and does everything that he thinks he needs to do for the world. Exactly. Exactly. Like, I really love, I would like to get in a room with either Elon Musk or Joe Rogan. Yeah, Joe Rogan, just, man. You know, yeah, just drop some acid and just start. <laughs> that would be, that, that that would be, be insane. Right there. That would be insane. Yeah, to like pick their brains. Cause, and it's funny because he married Grimes. Like, yeah, yeah. People. Like, I would have. I was like, they're going to have a super baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I feel you on that one. And then they named the baby after a, a weird superhero AI robot kind of name. Um, and it's Z yeah. Zash A12. That's what that X and that AE symbol means. Uh, AE is, yeah. it sounds like Ash. So with the X, it's Zash. So I, I don't know. <laughs> they, they came up with some weird stuff. Elon and her, I don't know. That that's a little that's a little bit of the weird part with with him right now, but you know it is what it is. Yeah, and only they can get away with something like that. Like only <laughs> exactly, man. Yeah. Now, as far as one thing, like I said, I'm new to the podcasting world, um, but I get a lot of compliments. Like people are like, "Man, you're really, you know, a natural at this. You're really good. What is your secret?" And I tell them that uh, I didn't go to school. I mean, I went to speaking. I took speech in school, but, you know, I dropped out of that because I didn't need it, uh, obviously. But um, I tell them that I think the thing that helps me the most is that I'm an art. I'm not really a podcaster. I'm an artist myself. And I've been in interviews where I've literally threw the mic at the person, walked out. I've been in interviews where, you know, I freaking love them. So, I mean, I feel like I know how you guys should be treated to a certain extent. You know what I mean? Definitely. Yeah. Now, what's the what's your favorite part of your job? Um, my favorite part, uh, as far as being a manager goes, uh, my favorite part is, uh, seeing the action turn into success, uh, whatever level of success that is, that is my favorite part and seeing my client, um, be astounded and ecstatic at the fact that they're getting where they, where they want to go. Um, like, uh, Mr. Goodman tells me all the time that, uh, he did not expect to get where he is as fast as he did and where he is now at all like he 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 thought it was just a pipe dream he thought it was like hey this is something that i might or might not do maybe i probably won't um and it, when i actually um when i offered to be his manager i actually had offered him multiple times over the course of i want to say like five six years um and uh getting down to this this whole past year is when he finally said yes i want to do it i told him i'd be waiting for him and i did so um it's just seeing his dreams become a reality. That is the biggest thing for me as a manager. Like if, if that aspect wasn't there, it would be, it would be heartless. It would be cold. Like you, you have, there has to be emotion in what you do. You have to, you have to breathe life into it or it's not worth it. Yeah. And see, that's the thing I like about you the most. You actually legit care about your people like say for instance we have that in common most interviewers 
they they reach out and then you do the interview they send you a link and then that's it <laughs> but like you know me i'm you know you know i i'm like hey you know let's keep in touch let's stay friends you know i'm spending my birthday at you know a chick's house that i interviewed you know i'm you know making friends with these people because i actually do care because if 2020 taught us anything the government thinks artists aren't essential which is mind-blowing to me because i'm like what have we been doing all quarantine listening to music watching movies like i feel like the entertainment industry is the heart of everything life imitates art and art imitates life so how are we not essential and i really feel like we should stick together you know like everybody that i bring on the show i don't just bring on the show because you're an artist you know like oh you're an artist that qualifies no i bring you on because i see something in you you know what i mean definitely and I, it's funny that you actually even mentioned anything about uh the fact that uh it the entertainment industry is is essential. I told uh, I told Mr. Goodman the same thing whenever we started all this. I well, hey, we're in lockdown. Like what? Like how am I gonna like get get out there? How am I gonna do shows? How is how is this gonna happen? And I say, man, right now people are needing they're needing life breathed into them. They need soul breathed into them, especially him being in the in the uh, genre that he is. Like I told them, like people are needing this stuff. People are at home watching Netflix all day. People are, are going through Spotify and adding a thousand different artists that they never heard of before over the past few weeks. And, it, and people are blowing up everywhere on multiple platforms because people are trying to find a way to get by. And especially in these, these tough times with COVID happening and, and now all the stuff that's happening with the elections and it's just crazy. So it, it, we are, they are essential. The entertainment, entertainment industry are essential. They, they are what, if that kind of passion wasn't there to inspire people, there wouldn't be much happening elsewhere. And I believe that. Yeah. I do too. Fully agree. Now, when it comes to Mr. Goodman, what advice have you given him lately? Uh, lately, as far as advice. Um, so we're, we just released, uh, we just released his EP and, uh, Right now, I'm telling him, uh, for right now, he needs to take the time that he, he can to rest up because we're, I already have him planned and scheduled for things over the next few months. So right after this EP was released, I told him, hey, man, just relax for a little bit. When you find time to relax or when we're in between things, do not hesitate to relax. Take your time. Yeah. Take everything in. You need to reflect on what's happened and observe what's going to happen and then figure out where you're going to stand later on. Because if you don't do that now, you're not going to get time later on. So uh, that's what I'm telling him, right? Like th this very instant, right after we release the EP, um, he needs to just take it all in, find himself even more than he did before, because right after this, we're jumping right back into it. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, I am a huge believer of, you know, taking time to breathe. But, you know, the industry keeps moving, you know, like if you d take too much time to breathe, then you'll be forgotten. You yes. know what I mean? So I'm a firm believer of that. 
Now, say, for instance, do you admire Scooter Bronze? Because I feel like as far as manager goes, like he manages Ariana Grande, Demi Lovato, Justin Bieber. Like, I, I think it's safe to say he's pretty on top as far as like, you know, managing. So how do you feel about him? I would have to say he's more on the top end of the spectrum when it comes to pop. So um, I think he's more along the lines of, hey, I'm going to get in here. I'm going to help these people get where they want to go. Um, but I think that that is all backed by um, being inspired by where it's going to take him financially. So um, I know he's in it. He's most probably most likely in it for the artists as well. But um, I think that area of the entertainment industry where like all the big multimillionaire names that's uh, that's kind of like a, a gold pot of, of various different types of people. So um, as far as in relation to him and me as a manager, like I, I want to help people that didn't think that their dreams were possible. And when you get to like Scooter Bronze, where he uh, were in their lives for the, the situations and the moments that they were or that he that he needed to be. Um, and he's all the way up there with them now. Like, I don't need all that. Like I'm, I'm, I'm here, I'm here for the person, not for everything else. Yeah. Wow. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. I love the fact that you do care, you know, like you're putting your whole, dedicating your whole life to this, you know? For sure. Now, if somebody hears this interview and wants to like link up with you or feels like, Hey, I really need a manager. How could they go about doing that? All right. So as far as that goes, um, I have multiple other businesses that I have going on right now. Um, right now, I'm taking it in stride as far as being a management a manager in the entertainment industry. Um, if anybody does want to hit me up and they, I'm welcome, they're welcome to ask questions, get advice, talk to me about whatever they need. If they need somebody in any type of area of, that, of the industry, whether it be uh, getting songs recorded, mixed and mastered, getting beats made, uh, talking to people for, uh, for PR, all that kind of stuff, you are more than welcome to hit my line. I will answer any questions that you guys got. Um, I'm on multiple different platforms, and I do a whole bunch of different things. Um, and you can find me uh, at linktree forward slash Iron Mandrew which is, uh, you know, Iron Man, but you do uh, I-R-O-N-M-A-N and then D-R-U-E. And it's one word, but link, a link tree forward slash uh, Iron Man Drew, and you'll find all my social media, my old YouTube account, anything that you guys want to see, all the stuff that I'm doing in other industries and other businesses, and you guys can hit my line in any of those accounts. Beautiful. Now, I have to say... I was listening to Mr. Goodman's EP 94. And I think it's safe to say now that, you know, Coincidence is the strongest song he has. So there has to be a music video for it. <laughs> and I want to know if you need a director, I already have a vision. All right, man. Well, we're, I, I think I, uh, um, me and him talked about this. So uh, we're definitely wanting to make a video for that one in human. So um, we are still up in the air about all of like scripts and direction and all that stuff. So we'll definitely be talking to you, man. Hey, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. Let's make history. All right. <laughs> For sure, man. History will be kind to me because I intend to write it. That's mm. yeah. I, th Love I think that was uh, either Theodore Roosevelt or uh, Winston Churchill.
It was Theodore. It, it was Theodore. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's what I thought. Winston says a yeah. whole bunch of other great quotes, so I get them confused for some reason. Uh, yeah, they were both great people, though. Great people. Uh, have you tried the uh, Churchill cigar yet? Uh, no, I actually don't partake in cigars, so uh, I have not tried it. <laughs> oh, well, I'll try it for you. <laughs> <laughs> please do. Please do. Let me know how it tastes. <laughs> Yeah. Now, let, let me ask you uh, the lightning round questions here. Uh, top three movies of all time. Top three movies of all time. I'd have to say uh, Interstellar is probably my number one. Uh, is one of the most beautiful movies I've ever seen. Um, I would have to say the second one would be... That's a good question. Uh, I'd say uh, Interstellar... And you caught me off guard. Um, <laughs> um, I haven't been watching many movies recently, but I'd say uh, probably the first Iron Man movie, hence the yeah. Iron Man Drew, uh, because it started a whole entire universe after it. Uh, and then I'd have to say for the third one, um, um, one of my favorite movies when I was growing up, it's a comedy movie. It's called Without a Paddle. Oh, my goodness. You get brownie points with me. I That movie, I swear, if you take all the all the hours that I watched that movie and added them together, it would, it probably took a year off of my life. Like, that movie. I've seen it too many times to count, man. I, I, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I have it on DVD as well. Yeah, I love that cast. And there's so many good, uh, there's so many good uh, quotes from that movie, like, I probably know how to draft better than you can read a book, okay? Like, <laughs> I look at somebody who ordered a set of teeth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Somewhere between bumfuck and you got a pretty mouth. Yeah, my favorite one was, we don't have to run outrun the bear, we just have to outrun <laughs> you. <laughs> oh, it's great. Yeah, give me one more, give me one more. Uh, what movie or... Three, right? Interstellar, uh, Iron Man, and without a matter. Yeah. Um, if you like, where does your managing stop? Like, do you just want to manage singers? Do you want to manage actors too, or what? Um, I would have to say just in uh in music and in audio. I think, uh, if it came mm -hmm. down to, I would do like voice actors uh, and stuff like that. Uh, but I think I want to stay in the audio industry. I think going as far as like uh, in the acting industry, there's a lot more that there's a lot more that entails a manager to do uh, in um, the movie business and the TV business than there is for people in the in the music business. Mm -hmm. Okay. So with that being said, if you could manage any three singers in the world, um, famous or not, who would it be? Any three singers. Um, one guy who's actually, uh, he's not here no more. Uh, Chester Bennington from Lincoln Park. Um, um, R.I.P. Uh, yeah, yeah. For sure. Rest in peace, man. Um, I would have to say him. If, uh, him. Um, I think, uh, what's his name? Uh, Sam Wilson. Uh, and then I, I'm, I like country. So uh, I would have to say, like, Garth Brooks. Uh, wow. Give me one more. Give me an honorable mention. 
Honorable mention. Um, J. Cole. J. Cole. Oh, now that would be a cool guy to manage. Yes, it would. That would definitely be a cool guy to manage. Uh, who's your top three favorite singers of all time? Mm. Top three favorite singers. Michael Jackson, just straight up. Like MJ, Ooh, MJ, yeah. I, I can't, I can't help but vibe to any of his songs that come on anywhere. Uh, <laughs> straight, straight up, I love MJ. MJ is just awesome. Um, yeah. Another good singer, uh, I would have to say uh, Whitney Houston um, and Adele. Uh yeah, definitely. I would like to. Uh, I would kind of like to see you manage. Uh, some somebody like uh, Ariana Grande or even Billie Eilish, because Billie I'm Eilish, Eilish fairly, yeah, yeah, she's fairly new. Um, let's see, uh, Doja Cat, I think she would do good. Uh, uh who? How can I forget Normani? Please manage Normani because her team <laughs> isn't doing shit. <laughs> like it was. Uh, I was watching. Um, that uh great juice is a uh facebook channel that's dedicated to like announcing it's basically a music news uh channel on facebook and pretty much it was hilarious because they were like it's been a year since motivation came out and i'm like she hasn't done shit since then like she had all the celebrities backing her the fans backing her and it was rare because dark-skinned girls let's be honest dark-skinned people in general don't get that much clout that often and she had like a wave to capitalize on and then she put out one song and then poof she's not doing anything else yeah i, I blame it on bad management for real like straight yeah. up so, so i would definitely like to see you manage her uh another one is azalea banks but i don't know if you would want to manage her yeah uh... I, I think that I think she's a, a little too all over the place. Uh, like, like I said, some of those artists that are too all over the place, I think that like if they come with a backing behind themselves, a a, um, a personality and a, and something that like the kind of vibe that they bring in, like if I don't match their vibe, I can't I can't do it. Like that's just how it is. Yeah, because I'm like I'm like you. I'm from the era where your managers are your family. You know what I mean? And if that family aspect ain't there, then why are we here at the end of the day? For sure, for sure. Mm -hmm. Well, it's been great talking to you, man. I really, really love this interview. <laughs> I know you're all the way across town, but thanks to technology, you know, I'm glad we got it done. <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, and I'll be hitting you up soon because I got some questions. And, you know, if anybody wants to hit you up or wants to hit me up and, you know, I'll be the mockingbird and be like, hey, one of my fans said this, like, feel free to do so. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. If I have anybody else that's starting out because I have a few people I'm talking to that are getting into music, I'm going to send them your way for sure. Oh, definitely, definitely, bro. And have a good rest of your night. Kiss the kid, hug the wife for me, you know. <laughs> for sure, man. <laughs> no problem. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.